0: Hey, welcome back to the Therapists Deserve Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to pay to be in the room to be able to elevate your career and also to be able to elevate your business and your lifestyle. So let's go ahead and dive in. All right. Welcome everybody to the Therapists Deserve Abundance podcast. And so um, this is a very special podcast episode specifically because I just came back about three weeks ago from a CEO retreat. Um Your girl flew all the way out to Orlando, Florida from Los Angeles. I spent a full day, what's considered a lock-in, to be able to connect with and mastermind with epic people that want to live abundantly and want to be able to make a big impact. And so I thought that it would be great for me to go beyond telling you what I did in the CEO retreat and specifically focus on why did I pay To be in the room. All right. And so um, let's go ahead and dive in because I want to make sure that you have your pen and paper so that we can dive into how you can choose how you invest in yourself, especially for the upcoming year. And how can you choose which room to be in? All right. So let's talk about the fact that sometimes you actually need to just pay. To be in the room. So let me break down what actually happened. So I chose to be in the room and I feel like it's important because when you connect with people, it automatically elevates your mindset. When you're around the right people, it automatically increases your vibrations, your frequency, and your energetic flow. And for me personally, when it increases your energetic flow, you execute a lot quicker and more efficiency. And so let's dive deeper into why is it important for you to be in the room? Number one, the energy we know is different than online. Now, don't get me wrong. I host podcasts online. I do live events like boot camps, uh, workshops online for my clients. However, we know that when we walk into a room, we can just feel the energy hit our body. And it feels a little differently when you're sitting in a office, your home office, or a corner in your home or somewhere in the community and it doesn't feel the same. Low key, let's be real. You may even tap out and pull up another browser scrolling on your phone because maybe even the person cannot hold your attention. So one of the primary reasons why you may want to look into getting into a physical room is primarily because your energy is different. All right. Number two, Question you want to ask yourself is do you need a level of fire, like a certain level of like fire lit under your tush in order for you to keep moving, in order for you to get moving? And so what I'm really talking to is about is accountability. Do you need that level of accountability in your face where you actually will say, Wow, like I feel like I got a whole to-do list? This person is asking me before I leave the room. How am I going to execute when I leave? They want my phone number, they want my Instagram, they want to connect next. And so I need to make sure that I can execute all of these things. And again, I'm saying that you may not have that if you attend something that's online. Number three, as I mentioned, execution may happen a lot quicker. Now, why is that? I've already talked about energy. I've also talked about accountability, but also the fact that you made an investment to physically go to a location, whether it's getting on a plane or getting in a car and going to a venue space. The bottom line is you already made a sacrifice to go all in by attending the event. So why not finish your investment When you leave and make sure that you can execute everything that you actually invested in to get the value out of the event. Right. So I find myself personally that when I go to an event, I have my notes page, but I also have my execution page, which is technically my homework page. And then what I'll do when I leave the event is I'll prioritize which of these is urgent, which of these can I get done a lot quicker? Which of these will impact my bottom line or the impact that I'm making in my business right away? Okay. So in terms of the event that I went to for my CEO retreat, I paid a thousand dollars, nine ninety-seven, to be in the room for six hours in a one-day time frame. Now, in terms of context, this has been my coach for the last now five going on six years, maybe six going on seven. But I've been in her mastermind. I've been in online courses. I've been in virtual masterminds with this individual. And I knew the energy that her community brings. So at the time of me choosing to go, it wasn't that I was down or anything like that or anything negative was happening. But During the fourth quarter, I know and I share with my community all the time that your fourth quarter predicts what's happening in your first quarter. And I felt like I needed to be in the room. I was being pulled to be in the room. So why not make the investment? The total cost for the trip, but it was a business trip, was $4,000. Well, where did that $4,000 come from in terms of what was it applied to? Well, $1,000 was actually applied to go into the event. You have to take in consideration travel and accommodations. This is 2022. So we live in a space where flights are not like they used to be two years ago, not even from March, heck, right? And then I also like to fly comfortably because I'm flying for four and a half, almost five hours. And so, yes, I have standards when I fly. I chose to fly first class. This was also a trip that I went to by myself. Typically when we go to Florida, my whole family is with me and if not just my husband. But I chose, and with my husband's support, of course, I went to this event by myself, but also I stayed out there for an additional day. I went out there a day before. So in terms of accommodations, where are you staying at? What are you eating? Um, What else are you doing while you're there? And so again, as I mentioned, for the fourth quarter review for myself, I knew that I needed to light up the fire under my tush because it's something about being physically in a space. So how did I choose the room? I selected a room in which I knew that the presenter and the the other presenters that were talking at the one day conference, I knew that they would bring a certain level of energy that would trigger something in me. But what I also did before I left is that I journaled out the outcome of what I wanted to happen after the event, before the event even happened. I do believe in scripting and scripting is pretty much you are writing down on a sheet of paper. What has happened already in past tense, believing that anything is possible based on what's in your paper. So I had already wrote when I, lived, when I left the room of this one day mastermind, I left out with ideas for streams of income, ideas for passive income, ideas for being able to make a bigger impact in my community, ideas for increasing my revenue for the following year. And so I went by myself. That is unorthodox for myself. I haven't been to that many events, especially out of the state by myself. At minimum, my family is there. They may enjoy the town or an amusement park, and then I go to the event, and then I meet up with them later. Um, however, I realize that being the CEO, the visionary of my company, there will be sacrifices in which there's an opportunity that presents itself, and I actually need to go to the event to get in the room. And so in terms of me scripting out the outcome, this is an example of what you can use once you go to an event, whether it's virtual and or in person. And so blank, whatever the name of the event is, whatever the name of the host of the event is, blank will happen, maybe the outcome by me flying to be in the room. So I may say something like passive income will occur in terms of ideas to me or for me by me flying to be in the room. So write out your script. What do you want for the outcome for attending this event? And in terms of the entire CEO retreat being in progress during that whole week, I chose to, as I mentioned, upgrade my seat because if I'm going out there to allow my mind to be expanded, to allow people to come into my energy, into my space, because I was in a very good space. But I also wanted to make sure that I chose a room that they were focused on abundance and prosperity because those things speak to me. So I wanted to make it a few day event versus me just going to the event, doing a turnaround trip, going the morning of and coming back the night of, because I see people do that. Heck, some of my mastermind students have done that. One of the issues that I see with that though, is that you go right back into your regular life. And for myself, I'm a mom and I'm a wife. I'm a visionary, the CEO of my company, and I wear multiple roles. And so what would that mean if I wrote an execution list and then I really can't execute it? So ask yourself, what do you need to do to upgrade your stay? Do you need to stay an extra one or two days? Maybe the first day you stay after the event, it's really to connect with the other people. But maybe you need a debriefing day. So the outcome, you want to set up your space when you go to the event. Or for example, at our conferences, we tell people, this is your Handouts, if we have those, you can bring your iPad or your computer, take notes. I want you to, but I also want you to have sticky notes or a separate notebook or a separate Word document on your computer so that you can create an execution list. That is my pro tip when I go to events, because when you go back home or your hotel room and you see this laundry list of notes, you may get overwhelmed where you don't know where to start. Okay. Now, once you create your execution list, as I mentioned earlier, you want to take some time to prioritize it. So look at the list and ask yourself, what's going to make the biggest impact immediately in my business, mindset, lifestyle, bank account, whatever the type of event that you're going to. Okay. And then you want to start prioritizing them. Like if it's 10 items, list them from one to 10 and reorder them so that you can get things done. If you want to go the extra step, Also, identify a timeline. When do they need to be done? Now, this area of accountability is most difficult for solo entrepreneurs. Hold yourself accountable and reach out for help. If at the event, if they offered continuous connection like a coaching program, a membership, or an online course, or just something in which you can gain more support as an extension from what you learned at the event, by all means, buy the thing, right? Because you don't want to just let that energy die down because it will when you leave, especially if you didn't go to the event with someone else who can hold you accountable, connect with other people at the event so that they can hold you accountable. Okay. So that's my summary of why and how I paid $4,000 for six hours to be in the room with the right people, with the right energy, focusing on the things that I know that I needed at that time in order to set the tone for my following year, but also to get me grounded with how I'm going to wrap up this year. So are you a mental health provider and you want to learn more abundant tools of how to level up your whole life, whether it's your mindset, streams of income, or your private practice, okay? So one of the newer areas that we have in our ecosystem is what's called the Therapist Deserve Abundance Club. This club is for pre and licensed mental health providers only, right? We meet once a month online starting in December. And the things that we are going to be focusing on in this membership is a whole life perspective. So we're going to be looking at how your mindset is set up for you to become the CEO who can have a profitable business. We're going to be talking about how you can live your life abundantly outside of the therapy room. What do you do for hobbies? Who are you connected with? Circles of influence. What are ideas that you have for streams of income And then allow myself and the community to point you in the direction that you need to go or even another program that I have, for example, for private practice or for scalability, if it is available so that you can up level your business. But most importantly, it is a club, which means that it is a community. It is a community filled with multiple therapists across the United States and also in surrounding countries in which you can be held accountable just by showing up. Okay. So if you want to join the therapist deserve abundance club, I would highly encourage you check out the link on the screen, drtk.com forward slash links. If you follow me over on Instagram, which you definitely should, because I have a different level of content over there as well. I go live over there as well, but in the link in my bio, It has all of the resources and it's a one-stop shop hub for you to know exactly what's going on. So I really hope that you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Um, Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, Leave me a comment about what was your biggest takeaway. I hope to see you in the Therapists Deserve Abundance Club and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. com.